This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today's guest on Valley Views is Kate Vickery, board president of ELF, Education Legacy Fund. Kate, welcome to the program. Good to be here. So let's start off with a bit of your backstory. Where do you come from? How long have you been there? What kind of things are you involved in? Yeah, so I've been here in the Valley as a full-time resident for coming up for eight years now. Moved here from Alabama, where we still have family and kids. My husband and I are in technology, so we work full-time, we work from home, and are privileged to be able to live in this beautiful valley and still work in our technology jobs. And you'd like to get outside. Uh, Many people move here because of that aspect. We do. That's exactly what drew us here. We love hiking. We love riding our horses. I keep alpacas and like just hanging out with them because they are beautiful creatures. All right. So tell me a bit about the Education Legacy Fund. Upon what does it focus, etc.? As the title suggests, um, we do focus on education and in the broadest sense of the word. And we are really looking to do breakthrough educational initiatives, things that go way above and beyond what a school might typically be expected to do. We focus on not only the school itself, but also are looking to reach out to the homeschool community and to lifelong learners, right? People beyond the typical K-12 education that a lot of education initiatives focus on. Okay. So, Kate, uh, Walter Van Butenberg has been here on this program. He and Els started this some years ago. It's probably been six, seven, eight, uh, something in that mm-hmm. range. That sounds about right. Good. And for them, education is a passion, which led to this. So the ELF Fund manages a significant amount of dollars. What sorts of projects have been done over the years? A little diversity of projects. We've done some technology projects, and those remain of interest to us. Funded an early IT program at the school and helped fund the Promethean boards, the smart boards in the classroom as a tool for the educators there. We also have funded the trip to England last year that the kids went on, and that included homeschool kids as well as school kids. And we'll be funding the Italy trip for this coming year, as well as a fifth grade outdoor adventure camp. Let's talk a bit about the England trip. How many kids? How long was it? Where did they go? What are a few details? 17 kids. All around England, they spent some time in London, they spent some time in other cities around England, they toured by coach, they got to ride the London Underground, just a a wide variety of cultural experiences there. And how long was that trip for them? It was a week. Uh, That sounds good. So last year there were 17 kids. How did you come up with that number? We had originally, I think, agreed to fund 16. We had 17 applied. We couldn't bear to make anyone choose, so we had 17 kids travel. Traveling overseas, especially for a high school student, can be a life-changing experience, I know. That's certainly our hope. That is why we are funding this. We heard from a couple of students after they returned, and just the enthusiasm, the re-energizing around their formal education, 
their connection with history and with foreign cultures was just inspiring. So the Education Legacy Fund, are there students involved with the ELF decisions? So we have had student advisors in the past. It, of course, is a little challenging because they all run awfully busy. So it's not always practical for them to join us. But yes, wherever we can, we do get student input. And what about from teachers? Uh, same. We have the principal and superintendent, our advisors. We have a couple of teachers who also sometimes more informally perhaps advise us. So you mentioned up front that you had kids from Custer County School as well as homeschooled kids. That was the case for the England trip? That is correct. Yes, I believe three of the traveling students were homeschooled Okay. Yeah. So I can imagine identifying students from the school is fairly easy. That population is known. How about the homeschooled kids? Is that tough to find folks? Yeah, that is definitely a little more of a challenge. It was not an early focus for ELF, but we are committed to expanding our reach and including the whole homeschooled community. And we'll be actively seeking to build bridges with that community through this year. And how do you track results with ELF? How do you know you're being successful? Oh, that's a fantastic question because that taps into my professional, <laughs> my professional work in uh, technology for impact tracking. At the moment, we're tracking it very loosely. We track how many children we've impacted. We track how many programs we've enabled. And uh, at the moment, we do not have super sophisticated impact measurement. We have really enjoyed, though, hearing from the beneficiaries of these programs afterwards, just hearing their stories and their anecdotal impact. Okay. Tell us a bit about the board. Uh, what is the common thread that draws those folks together? Oh, I think a passion for education and for leaving a legacy. I'll say that's a part of the Legacy in Education Legacy Fund. I think we are all drawn to leave a legacy for the Valley through education. Okay. I think your predecessor as president was Lockett Pittman. Is Lockett still part of the board? Yes, absolutely. Lockett is still an active board member and uh, serving as a president emeritus and incredible support for me. And we also have Dave Huber as our treasurer, Alma Golden, and Kristen Iverson as board members. So we are a small board and uh, looking to actually expand that a little bit this year. That sounds good. So Custer County, in terms of numbers of students, is a pretty small rural community. It seems like ELF probably ramps up some opportunities that aren't available, maybe even in larger school systems. I think that's exactly the point, yes. We are looking to enable breakthrough, aspirational, unusual educational opportunities that would not typically be available in a small rural community like ours. Previously, you mentioned several trips coming up this year. Let's mm -hmm. talk a bit more about those. Tell us a bit more about the Italy trip. So we have, um, I believe we landed on a group of 24 students. That includes students enrolled in our Custer County School as well as some homeschooled kids. It will be a 10-day trip this time, and it bops all around Italy to a bunch of really cool-sounding places, and I kind of wish maybe I were going too. 
I was going to say, you might get a long list of volunteers to chaperone. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Italy is quite a varied country, so that, yes. will be, that will be interesting. So, Kate, when is the Italy trip uh, coming up on the calendar? Yeah, that'll be this summer. Great. And tell me a bit more about the outdoor education program. Yeah, this is will be a more local program for fifth graders, and um, we'll be in, I believe it's a program out of Pueblo, and we'll be a few days where the kids get to go as a class. This one is just for the school, and the kids will go as a class and participate in some outdoor education, some team building, some resilience building. And that's multiple days? It is multiple days, okay. yes. Uh, that sounds like a great opportunity. And this is the first year for that? Correct. All right. Uh, Kate, I understand you've got a forum coming up in the not-too-distant future. What is that, and whom do you hope will attend? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, we have a forum coming up. Uh, mark your calendars. Thursday, January 18th at 5 p.m. at All Aboard Westcliff. And we will have a small panel of educators across the spectrum. We are hoping to attract really anyone who is interested in education in the Valley. So we're hoping for a broad cross-sector of students, people, lifelong learners, educators. If you're interested in education, which you should be, then come and join us. That's January 18th at All Aboard Westcliff. Yes. Great. As we air this... The Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation Spirit Campaign is ongoing. It runs through the end of the year. ELF is part of that as a 501c3. What would you tell folks who are thinking about writing a check and might be thinking about ELF as a recipient? Yeah, well, as you said, we are absolutely participating in the Spirit Campaign. We've talked a lot about education. And if we talk about the legacy in Education Legacy Fund, participating with us, donating to us through the Spirit Campaign, will let you leave a legacy of inspirational education opportunities in our valley. That sounds fair. And under full disclosure, I am a board member of the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation. Time is moving away quickly. Uh, any final thoughts as we end? Absolutely. Uh, we are always looking for people to come join us if we've sparked your imagination at all. Uh, we are always interested in volunteers, advisors, ideas for programs, um, anybody willing to spearhead a program. If you're interested, come talk to us. All right. So if there's folks out there uh, interested, what is your website? Come check us out. It's elfcc.org. And we have a lot of information on the site, as well as a contact form where you can reach out if you want a more personal conversation. Okay, sounds good. Kate, thanks for stopping by today. My pleasure. We've been talking with Kate Vickery, board president of ELF, the Education Legacy Fund. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.